guests, and I have a very special live guest today. Uh, introducing to you Brian Edwards, who is a convert to the Catholic faith. And I have been hearing about some memes on YouTube and Instagram about the medieval grind set. As a matter of fact, I had two different guests. Um, I think one of them was um, that Catholic Caritas. Mm -hmm. And the other one was uh, some guy, and they were talking about developing a, med a medieval grind set. Yeah, medieval grind set. So how did all that come about? What's that all about? <clears throat> medieval grind set is about focusing your attention and your mental energy on things that actually uh, make a difference in your life rather than fear-mongering news and nonsense you see on TV. And um, especially, it, I, I started thinking about it a lot more in regards to the church because people are always talking about things that are going on in the Vatican or like in Germany or whatever, and it has like zero bearing on me. What's going life. on at the Vatican and in Germany? I don't watch I don't news. Know. That's what medieval <laughs> grind set is. Is I, you know, I don't know. I'm not there. I'm depending on information that's been translated by some person that is putting their own political spin on it. So it's just, it's nonsense. Um, I've just decided to not even bother paying attention to it. I pay attention to my parish priest, my bishop, listen to their dispensations or their uh, prescriptions of prayer and stuff. And beyond that, uh, anything else that goes on in the world is just nonsense, really. Well, um, I want to I get back to something you said, you know, medieval grind set, the word medieval, and uh, you mentioned the church. Mm -hmm. So how does medieval grind set? What what's the what's uh, medieval about it? Yeah, what tell me what's that mean? I mean, what what are I'm you just, talking about? I'm, like being a knight, or are you? Talking? No, I'm not a knight. I'm just like uh, I'm are just you in a, the Knights of Columbus. No, I I don't got time for that. I'm a I'm a peasant. Okay, peasant. I'm a peasant. I'm working in the field, providing for my family. You know, so maybe daydreaming, but. Okay. Here's idea I, I listen. Got. I listen to my my monarch. Mm -hmm. I listen to uh, the needs and wants of my family. I listen to my priest. That's it. the The news, everything else, totally extra, like totally avoidable. So, for the most part, what I heard that you were saying is that, like, you know, people today they spend Catholics. Especially Catholics. They spend most of their waking hours listening to someone's opinions, and then it gets them all riled up, and then they, they start to despair, which is a sin, you yeah. know, to despair. They lose hope. There's no joy in their life. There's no joy in their faith. And, I, you know, that's, that's ridiculous to me. I feel like um, if you're having a real relationship with God, you won't worry. You know, you'll pray and you'll fast and whatnot, but um, I, I think it's a lot smoother uh, of a ride to just, you know, chill with the Lord, you know? I mean, and that that's not to say that we shouldn't take, like we should not take any sort of action. Uh, medieval grind set, 
uh, zeroes in on the immediate community, your immediate surroundings. It's about not being worried about what's going on in some, you know, diocese that's in like Eastern Europe or something. Because it, it, what am I going to do about that? You know, even even as somebody with an audience, I'm just going to poorly inform people about it. I don't have the full picture. I'm not on the ground. So as Medieval Grind Set comes in, I'm just worried about what I can see, what I can touch around me, you know. What? Community service, you know, charity, working in the parish life or whatever, if, if you've got time for that, or just going to work, knowing your job, knowing who you need to care for at work, you know. Going home, taking care of your family, knowing who your family is, not being on... You know, not watching, binge watching some ridiculous podcast twenty four seven that you you came and communicate with your children. You know, it's like there's people that I've come in contact with over the years uh, with the meme page that uh, they don't even know it, but their entire life is consumed with these conspiracies and things that uh, ultimately will uh, will fail if they exist. You know, Christ will be victorious nonetheless. So we know we know how the story ends. We just we've gotta make the best of what we have. The impression I got from talking to these two individuals is that a lot of Catholics feed off of the media twenty four and seven, whether it's politically or church stuff with Pope Francis. You know, you got guys like Taylor Marshall that have huge followings and you know, they're just you know, watching to, if you watch certain YouTubers and read certain Catholic news sites, you're going to say, oh, man, our church is an effing dumpster fire. Yeah, no, I... But uh, the medieval guy it, didn't even know who the Pope was. Yeah. He, he it, was providing... <clears throat> there were times that there were, like, even... There, were, there was a time that there was, like, three Popes simultaneously. Like, three people claimed the papacy or whatever... Nobody knew who the hell to believe. Uh, but uh, with Dr. Taylor specifically, I've, I've, I've spoken with him a lot in the DMs uh, before, and he, uh, he has a lot to offer. And he does videos and streams where it's more information-based. and it's top show. And top educational. Show. It's amazing. It's, it's the best He stuff. has a doctorate in philosophy. You mm-hmm. know, he's very intelligent. But... It's just there's there's no value for me to like worry about something that may or may not happen or something that some bishop may or may have not done. Mm-hmm. Someone that's not even my bishop, somebody that has like no uh, significance in my life, to be honest, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I mean, it, I guess it it's relevant to people that might live in those places or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like there's just uh, an oversaturation of negative uh, reactionary news. So you're just like, you know, the dude back in the dark ages. He's got his little grass. You can't say dark ages. Dark age. Dark age is a. Did is I just a, get canceled? A, no, dark dark age is a Enlightenment era propaganda. Right. It was a brilliant. Yeah, no, dark, time. dark, dark age. The dark ages mm-hmm. were uh, a lot more. No, it was before Renaissance, but it was a lot more uh, mystical, and people, people were capable of doing 
incredible things during the Middle Ages. It was just, uh, I think that advancement and uh, consumption and stuff like that was a lot more moderate. And then in the Renaissance, uh, things became more about excess. Mm -hmm. And people think that's about, uh, you know, <clears throat> industrialization. And uh, they think that's progress, but, I mean, progress for what, you know? Well, I just picture a guy in his little field, his little house out there, wherever he's at. Uh, the wonderland or something, you know, and he's doing, he's raising his crops, he's tending to his garden. Yeah. Right? He's, uh, whether he's a share, you know, how the head would give shares, whatever. Yeah. And he's uh, got a little, you know, there's a little Catholic church somewhere they had to go to for their sacraments. Yeah, they had like one, when they one had little them. church in there and within a travelable, yeah. or travelable. Yeah, they didn't know, yeah. they, so the, the medieval dude, he's got his longbow. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't know that there's even other liturgies. He doesn't know canon law. He doesn't know, like, doesn't what a know liturgical what abuse Baylor is. Baylor James Martin is saying. It just doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense, you know? Uh, I think it, it's a rejection of uh, having, I, I, I think it's a lack of faith in God and his plan. Uh, it's good to be educated about things, but only to a certain point. And then it just becomes, uh, it becomes scrupulous and it becomes like obsessive. And uh, it just, you know, I, don't, I just don't see any reason to do it. I, mean, I, uh, I really like the parish I go to. It's mm -hmm. not a modern parish whatsoever. You know, it's, it's very classic. It's, it's very uh, reverent and stuff. And there's parishes in my area that's not excellent, uh, but they're not like, Horrible. I mean, I've never, I've never personally been to a horrible parish, and um, I don't know. I just, I think, I think that there's places where that is common, where there's bad parishes and bad priests and stuff. Well, whose um, fault is that? I don't. I, kind of, I think it's the people sitting on the pews' fault. You get what you you yeah. get what you deserve, just like this country the, the, right now. The, the priest. The priests are catering to uh, the people that come to their church, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm not saying that there's no blame on the priest. The priest is definitely a shepherd or whatever. But uh, a lot of these places where your mass sucks is because the people suck. Yeah. And uh, if we were just better people, our masses would be better. And... Um, I don't know. If, I think if we were more community-focused, traditions and things like that would, in turn, uh, you know, thrive. They would be continued. Our children, if if we gave our children more attention, then our children would give their children the same attention and pass on the same values. They wouldn't be raised so much by the education system or someone else. I think... Uh, I think medieval grindset uh, has a lot to do with that. And I also, I want to make clear that the medieval grindset is not about uh, uh, believing in the feudal system or whatever. Uh, like, I... The Iron Maiden. Yeah, like, I, I'm not talking about that. I think anybody with, like, five brain cells 
would recognize there's benefits to modern society and like the way we, the comforts we have today. Medieval grind set's not about putting, like giving that stuff up. It's just medieval grind set simply saying uh, that things are out of your hand, but the things within your immediate reach, you can take care of. You can work on that yourself. Uh, and it, you, you don't have to be a damn expert about like geopolitical drama and you don't have to be a canon lawyer. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to be like your own medical doctor, you know, like people talking about what's, what's healthy for you, what's not healthy for you and stuff. Like, I mean, consume like the required information and the rest of it is just a headache. I'm not going to be able... You can only, like, contain so much information. I can't tell you about the ingredients of, like, every effing piece of food or container or can at the grocery store, you know? It's green. Yeah, there's, like... There's things that are very easy to avoid once you know about them, okay? But, like, people go to such great lengths these days that they exhaust themselves and then they, they burn out and they're doing worse than they ever did. Well, they, they pick and choose their poison because they'll bust at you for using a brand such as Starbucks, which I don't drink Starbucks. I don't, yeah, no, they'll that, drink that's Starbucks easy. That's while easy. Using, while they're using Instagram. Yeah, no. Okay? So yeah. you're finding Instagram with your clicks and views and posts and you're condemning your friend because you stopped by Starbucks on the way to work. It's just, it, it's all nonsense. That's why, that's, that's another, that's another aspect of medieval, medieval grind says that like, of course the corporations are corrupt. Like, what am, what, what am I going to do? Am I going to get rid of my phone? You know, a thousand people get rid of their phones. Well, you it's know, nothing. It's nothing to them. Do you know who Sean Hannity is? Yes. He's a, He's you a know, commentator yeah, on Fox. Conservative comment. Yeah, and um, you know, now this is hearsay because I did not hear him say it. I've been told he said this. So if he didn't say it, then uh, you know, smack me. But um, they said that, you know, he's Roman Catholic. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll, I thought he was backslidden. Well, he's Roman Catholic, which a lot of those anchors and celebrities are. And uh you know, a lot of those guys, you know, in the media go to mass every every day. And what you, what was the hearsay? The hearsay is that he said he was uh, leaving or quitting the Catholic Church. That he was out of there. Yeah. He said because he could so not, medieval grind set. Mm -hmm. Are you able to confirm that? Well, he said his thing was. They said, "Why are you leaving Catholicism?" He said, "Because I can't put up with the." Corruption in the Vatican. But why it's, don't he leave nonsense. America? Well, but he's staying in America. Uh, yeah. That, so, um, yeah. That, I mean, like, it's it's nonsense. Okay. So there's there's people online. They're profiting from this sort of fear mongering or whatever, and it's great for clicks and stuff. And I I found things that are very successful on my own platform. It's not necessarily fear-mongering. And, of course, I'm going to continue to repeat those things over and over again as long as they succeed. And so these people that have found that fear-mongering has made them successful, they're going to continue to push 
that fear in other people's mouths. And it's just, we have, uh, we have an opportunity to do uh, a lot more good. And that doesn't have to be, uh, that doesn't have to be what we stop at. You know, we don't, like if we find something that works, you don't have to say, oh, this is the thing that I have to do now. Because people, they want to be given uh, substance. They want to be given food. And if you, if, if, if you guys who are fear mongers, if you would just stop that, I promise you it'd be okay. It wouldn't be the end of the world. People would still listen to you. And if you wanted to help them with their faith formation or apologetics, or if you wanted to take a dump on the Protestants or the Orthodox, I love the Orthodox. If you just wanted, if you wanted to talk about why certain ideas aren't the greatest, people would still listen to you. You don't have to tear down the faith. And a lot of these, uh, a lot of these accounts that I see, I'll go to their live streams, and their live streams are just—it's like it's like eighty percent Protestant. And they don't have any interest in converting to the church because well, you're talking—you're airing out all the dirty laundry. Yeah, you know? I'm glad that you're not talking about what the church is. Right. You're not talking about what the church believes. You're talking about like what people within the church don't believe, what yeah. they aren't, yeah. and it's given them a horrible impression. It's like it's like if I'm I'm live on your channel right now. Yeah. Imagine if I told them about like some nonsense or some drama or some family like, you know, his like just I started getting hysterical about like some drama or something that happened years ago or like didn't even happen what if, what if on your channel i just started Posing. talking about things that you might have done yeah. you know things that i don't even know if you've done but things that you could have done at mm -hmm. some point and presenting it like it's a fact or something and people start to buy that and they run off with it and then all of your followers all of a sudden they think that you're like some cruel or evil man and it's just me making a buck you mm -hmm. know yeah well um it's kind of like it reminds me of that Pachamama uh, thing that people are still afraid. That's over. a good that that is that is a perfect scenario of not to not to give an F, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I don't know what's going on with Pachamama. I don't know what Pachamama is. I don't know what the plan of the church is, mm -hmm. because in ancient times the church uh, did a lot of sort of. Uh, outreach to pagan tribes and stuff and to talk to them and like the the whole christmas tree being like a fallen pagan god and stuff like rome contains trophies of uh rome contains trophies of uh conquered gods yeah. you know like it, imagine scouts yeah people like protestants they talk about rome they're like there's all this pagan imagery and pagan gods everywhere it's like yeah they're trophies those are oh. those are the nazi scalps those are uh dexter's blood samples those are the gods that christianity jesus christ has had victory over and we display them it's the tri huh? it's the triumph of christ do you know what the triumph is and Ricardo enlightened me on this a little bit, but a triumph. No, a triumph. Oh. A Roman triumph is when the emperor, like Caesar, would come into the city and everybody would like praise him as Jupiter or whatever. And he would have before him some conquered foe, like a barbarian tribe leader or something. He would 
bring them in and everybody would mock that God really? and exalt Caesar or whoever. Well, so that, that's him. like, that's why Rome has pagan stuff. You know, Rome is not venerating pagan things. But like, as far as Pachamama is concerned, mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. Is what? it the same thing? No. Maybe. No. I don't know what Pachamama is. Yeah. I don't know anything about that group of people. Mm -hmm. I don't know their intentions. And frankly, it has no bearing on my life because my priest, when I go to mass, he's not talking about it. He's talking about Jesus Christ. He's reading the gospels. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's telling me what I need to do to succeed as a Catholic. When I go to confession, he's telling me what I need to do better. You know, how I need to be a better father. Or I know your priest is like that because he's not one. I've been to your priest for confession before and I avoid him because <laughs> he likes I, to get in there and find out, you know. Yeah, what, no, I, I, I've got so much work to do on myself. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna focus on like something that may or may not be happening on the other side of the world. I've got things to teach my children. You know, I know what's right and just. Mm -hmm. You know, it's written on my heart. I need to inform my kids. You know, I need to form them, raise them up. I don't need to waste time on some tabloid, you know. Or well, what's going on in school. That won't even be relevant 10 years from now. What will be relevant 10 years from now is how I brought my kids up. Or, you know, like being present, present-minded. And if I'm not present-minded... Uh, my kids, they're uh, they're they're gonna have trouble from that. You so know? that's a domestic church. Yeah, domestic church. Sure. Like we we're we're very uh, it's very critical to spend family time, and your workplace your workplace will uh, fail if you if you if you put too much energy in other things you know like people are sitting at work and they're watching live streams and stuff and they're not taking care of the duties at hand and stuff mm -hmm. and we just uh there's a lot there's a lot for us to focus on and i just i think that a lot of online catholics are religiously hyper focused on just you know politics is what yeah, i say it's politics it's, I, just, it's like it's like politics that are even more uh it's like politics with even more skin in the game you know it's politics regarding salvation you know instead of like voting republican democrat and choosing what happens to the nation people are like if i focus on what the popes are doing then that's that's like regarding my salvation. It's not. It's not even. That's not. It's nonsense. If the world went totally blacked out tomorrow, and there was no internet or anything, you wouldn't know anything. It's going to happen. People. I hope it happens. It's going to happen eventually. Happens. Yeah. And um, turn that iPhone on, and it'll be a blank. Yeah. It, it, you won't even be able to turn it on. It won't even come on. There's going to be a blackout, and I would mm -hmm. love it. I also hate it because I'm addicted to social media, you know, but won't take long for you to see what's important, you know, yeah. and, to, and to get back to the basics like uh, survival, you know, mm -hmm. uh, putting your, your house in order, making sure that these raiders next door aren't going to try to rape you in the mm -hmm. middle of the night. Uh, that's all that matters, you know, uh, aside from, you know, 
growing you, spiritually with Christ. This, this is my um, observation, and I'm 60, but a lo- most Catholic people I engage with are younger than me. Well, most people in the world are younger than me. You know what I mean? I mean, most of the people I engage with on social media, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, they're all younger than me. They're Catholic, and it seems like they're, a lot of them are just obsessed with Trump and obsessed with MAGA and politics. Yeah. And, and they're putting their hope and faith in a very, very flawed It fails. It man, fails. We, we did it. We did it, you know? Cult personality, it's, it's a lot of fun rooting for somebody, especially when they're doing well. It was a lot of fun rooting for Trump and, you know, like being a part of that, like, mechanism. But uh, where, you know, like, where did it get us? Like, where are we? It got us. Joe Biden is what it got us. What? Like, what? <laughs> That's what it got us. Just, I just, I don't know. I mean, when it comes time to voting, educate yourself. You know, pray about it. Should we done? Vote? Should huh? we vote? I mean, personally, I don't really care about uh, the right to vote so much. I think, I think that it's all. Is that because you I grew think, up? No, free? I think I think that like, I think voting is a scam anyway. I, I think it's BS. I don't think it matters, and I don't think it changes anything. Um, our our government does not have my interest in mind. What about you know, this they, argument? They want to just get rid of me. What, what about this political argument called the, uh, the in the long game, L-O-N-G game, long game, voting did flip some judges, which flipped Roe versus Wade. It took a long time, but everything up there takes an eternity. Yeah, sure, but like... That, it if off. it's a long game, I have a long time to, you know, See, I gotta, watch it. I don't. I, get, I don't have to like do make these obsessed. religious yeah. obsessive changes in my life mm-hmm. immediately. If well, it's a long like, game, it's something that I can. It's it's like uh, it's not even like the weather. The weather is immediate. You've got to react immediately to the weather. But like if if there's a political thing that's taking decades, what? You know, I've mm-hmm. I, I've got to I've got to do uh, self improvement and like maintenance on my family and my house and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm not going to devote all my attention on day to day news streams and podcasts and articles and stuff, having to get every piece of information possible because all is nonsense. And it like by the time next week rolls around, all of that stuff is completely forgotten about or exposed as not. It's redundant and it, it's irrelevant, and I've wasted all of that time. Energy, yes. joy. You expended your joy. It's stupid. It's stupid. You're just stressed out for no reason. Let you me know? ask you a question. I've been doing a, uh, a, I don't want to say a word study, but I've been spending a lot of time, hours and hours, in the book of Matthew lately. And I'm listening to it all the time. Well, you listen to it all. Well, uh, I've got a stereo, and I I can put different. I can put the whole New Testament on, with a background of light, rain, and thunder. What is this on? Do you have CDs or something? I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up. Holding out on me. Anyhow, what what Bible version? You you get in most any version. Now, 
I lay there and I've been just listening to Jesus talk. Now, this ain't a homily from uh, a cardinal. Mm -hmm. It ain't Pope Francis. It's not. It, it's not Taylor Morris. I'm listening to the God Man, yeah. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the human being God Man. However, you know you can define a deity in flesh, a hard man. And I'm listening to him every night. And I'm not reading commentaries or memes. It's so much better. Spin Listen, it's so much better. Have you ever read? What he said to do about how to conduct yourself yeah. as his follower is brutal. No, and nobody does it. Nobody no. does it. And I, it. And even 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 beyond that, like reading the Didache or the Didac, whatever, however you want to say it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, w I was thinking about how intense early Christianity was. They were they were like a cult, man. And they were freaking difficult, you know. You, you and now know? nowadays. People, they, they bash their bishop or whatever. They just talk all this trash. and so They're just spewing this nonsense all the time. As How do you have time to do that or to consume that? Mm -hmm. And also, you know, clothe the, the naked, feed the hungry. How do you have time to do Work both of those things? You have, to, you have to pick one or the other, mm -hmm. you know? Because this, this, this way is fading and it's temporary and it leads to to no joy or no peace. It doesn't. It's not transcendent. And this one here is with your neighbor, okay. And it's it's of love, and you're uh, you're raise you're you're helping pick someone out of a, a difficult spot, whether that be through words and messages, or you know an actual action of yourself and. You, you can't do both. You just, nobody has time to do both, realistically. It's either one or the other. And I just, I think all of that sensationalism is a complete waste of time. And I think it's of Satan, mm. to be frank. Yeah. Um, why is it that Jesus, I'm going to ask you something. Uh, how literal do you take Jesus? Because Jesus said three times in Matthew that if you're, uh, eye, your hand, or your foot, and I notice there is different places. If your eye causes you to sin, you know, to lust. Mm -hmm. If your hand causes you to sin, and you know, I thought he was talking about Wayne. I mean, I don't think he's literal, but you know, early church, and even like not necessarily early church, but like in the Middle Ages and stuff, we had saints. That would like throw themselves in the thorn bushes or roll around in the snow to try to loose themselves from passions and desires, and uh, I th I think that uh, sometimes our our flesh does require a, a purgation or you know like some sort of pain or discomfort in order for us to uh, you know improve. Well, let me ask you this, Jesus. From what we know, I mean, all we have... And cutting things out of your life, you know? Like, if going to this particular bar or watching this TV show makes you a raging animal of lust, then uh, stop it. You yeah. know, like, uh, maybe don't do that. <laughs> like, don't pluck your eyeball out the yeah, first no. time you... No, you don't, you don't want to pluck your eyeball out. And you also think about it prudently because... If I plucked my eyeballs out or cut my hands off, how, how's my family going to survive? Mm -hmm. You know, like, how am I going to feed my family? How am I going to take care of my kids and stuff if I'm a limbless, eyeless 
creature. You don't even know how to go get the Eucharist. You'd have to get a, yeah, a sin idol like that lady. What about where Jesus said, if someone slaps you, let him slap the other side? Is that literal? Um, He's talked to a bunch of regular folks, and I don't see him I back. Think, I think I think the people I think the people that were present were able to clearly see the context in which he was like Jewish idioms. About. Is that what yeah. they're called? That Jesus yeah, idioms. They said that the Aramaic language was Jesus, but that culture that they spoke in extreme in um, what's exaggerated? Yeah, hyper, hyperbole. Hyperbole and. Like when Jesus said, Whosoever shall speak to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, mm-hmm. and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says. What is that thing about Marco Polo? He shall have whatsoever he saith. Is that literally an earth mountain? Like no. Marco, Marco not ne- Polo. Not necessarily. What, what about the Marco Polo? Marco thing? Polo wrote. I remember this from my childhood. Yeah, he wrote somewhere in one of his journals that uh, there's someone that quoted Jesus about moving a mountain with your faith, with prayer, and that a priest, I guess, was a priest because they didn't have any televangelists back then. <laughs> Everyone, if it was a preacher, it was that's, a priest. That's what's the funny part of me, to be honest, though, because it, it, it's Pentecostals that are telling that story. Yeah, on Catholics. Yeah, it's a Catholic miracle. Everything's Catholic. So, it's hilarious. So um, when, when did uh, Marco Polo, when was he around? Shoot, like, Freaking! I was think. he in Genghis Khan eras? I I'm pretty. I don't know. I really don't. I I don't know anything about Marco Polo to be honest. Um, he got around. Let's see. I thought he was like Renaissance era or something. Well, thank God for Google. No, thirteen twenty four is when he died. See, I told you, man. So he he. Marco Polo's medieval grind. Okay. okay, Marco Polo He's right wrote, there in the sweet spot. Allegedly wrote in a journal. Yeah, because I've never seen his journal. I've never been to his house and held his journal. This is hearsay. Yeah. They say that in his journal, he wrote that a priest had spoken to a mountain. And then he came back to that area later on in his life. He said that mountain was gone. Hmm. You know, and I don't know if it happened. Apparently, it didn't happen instantly. Uh, maybe, there, maybe there's an earthquake in the interim. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's like in, in Mark 11 and in Matthew chapter 21, I think it is, you got the same story told two different ways. You got Jesus speaking to the fig tree in Mark 11, 22, 23, 24, he curses the fig tree and it immediately withers. I mean, it dies on the spot as soon as Jesus spoke to it, boom, it's dead. Do you know what the tree of knowledge was? The what? Tree of knowledge. True knowledge? Tree of knowledge, like good and evil. I think it's the internet. Huh? Yeah, but do you know what the Eastern tradition is? Mm-hmm. Is that it was just a fig tree, like a normal fig tree. Really? So yeah. you cursed it? That the the tree that Eve and mm-hmm. Adam ate the from, that was just a frig, fig tree, and that they were just eating a fig. It was just a fig, and that the whole, you know, the the magic and the all of that stuff was really just like about the... Uh, what is it called when you, the principle yeah, of doing God's will or not? And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like some magical plant. Oh, like yeah, I get what you're saying. Expanded. It wasn't that the apple, yeah. that the apple was a cursed supernatural power, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh. And this, this is the kind of thing that you guys 
could be interested in. This is fascinating. I think it's fascinating. And like the crucifix, you know, uh, orth Orthodox, Eastern Catholic, they have a crucifix where it shows the skull beneath Christ, right, on mean? the cross. Golgotha, place of the skull. Oh, okay. Well, what, what do you know about that place? Um, what did what early church, uh, church tradition say about it? I think the, pres the Presbyterians, no, I'm just kidding. Early church, yeah. you know, people have informed me that that skull is not just place of the skull, but it's Adam's skull. What? Yeah, and it, that's just, that's so fascinating. These are the kind of things that you can focus your attention on. You don't need to focus your attention on some BS, some cardinal saying something to some other cardinal in passing at the Vatican. You know, like what... What significance? You know, like, how, how does that improve? You know, I want to know more about these symbols, imagery. I want to, when, I, when I go to Bass, mm. I want to see what's on the wall and in the stained glass. I want to understand it. I want it to improve my, uh, my entire experience. I don't want to be thinking about, Politics. you know, like, uh, the, like the priest used this, this canon or, like, the, the priest chose the wrong music or something like come on it's yeah. nonsense it's like there's so Absolute much nonsense. there's so much misinformation out there that people get hyped up on and mm -hmm. they make it wholly important the sacrament and it's not part of the sacrament yeah. for instance uh i got friends they jumping up and down about them communion the altar rails you know the altar rails like that's a magical that's a, that's a, that's a roman innovation well, we didn't have altar rails. Altar rails were not there to, they were there to keep the animals that people brought to mass as tithes well, like away from the kneeling, altar. Kneeling? Yeah. Roman innovation, okay? Altar rails, Roman innovation. Pews, Protestant innovation, okay? Reading the Bible. Well, why don't they spiritualize Western that? innovation, we'll just say that. Why are those things... These, what, why don't we see memes raising hell about the pews? That, you know, nobody we, cares. We got to get rid of it. No, because everybody likes to sit on their ass. When I, when I go to the, the Melkites, we, we stand like the entire time, except for, you know, the, the fat people. Tell, tell them sit. what the Melkites are. Melkites are Eastern Catholics. They're Byzantine Catholics. Um, Melkites... They, I honestly, I don't Antioch is what they, they come from, yep. traditionally speaking, I and guess. And their mass and they, is written by who? Uh, John Christodom and uh, Basil the Great. And what They've year? got, like, way before the Latin mass, as you know it, I was know written. When it was written. 400, the, the. Yeah, Mel for, like, this is as early as it gets. They've okay? been having mass. Since I think, I think honestly, though, I'd like to hear someone's opinion because I, when I go to Melkite liturgy, there's one part where he's talking about pray, he prays over travelers, whether by land, sea, or air. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look, if this is an ancient liturgy, mm -hmm. who was traveling by air? It says you know? that. <laughs> it says that. Well, I think they, they've made some modifications. But anyway, it's beautiful. I love Melkites. Uh, a lot of them are Arab or whatever, you know, various forms of the East. And uh, I don't know. I really I really enjoy it. But anyway, when I started going to the Malachi Divine Liturgy, I started realizing that 
there's a lot of innovations and things that the Latin or Roman Catholics, you're a Latin Catholic if you're in the West, a lot of the innovations, things that we've made changes to or added to that weren't around originally. And that kind of opened my mind to the whole uh, development of liturgy and stuff. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a Vatican II, like, let's just let everything go, you know? Like, I'm not like that, but they're How definitely... How Vatican II? This is a massive book. And I guarantee you, nine. I'm. I'm never. I. I will never read this. I'm not going to read it. I I'm not going to read all. Of I'll this. bet you Has money. No, I have no reason to read all of this information. I bet. I bet most people that trash Vatican II. I bet nearly ninety percent have never read it. I've read. I've read some great things about this though, and the fact that like most of what we hate about Vatican II is really just like American innovations or American culture. Some bishop. Yeah, like some bishops like, oh, the 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 people in my diocese, they want to like do this or we're going to normalize like ex extraordinary uh, ministers or whatever. It's like, you know, like the Vatican II supposedly is like, don't do that. You know, it's like, it's not necessarily like putting that stuff into practice in here. I want to ask you a know. question, okay? Well, and this is where it, it just becomes, this is not medieval grind set. This isn't what we're talking about now? No, this is not medieval Well, the Catholic back then didn't even know there was anything. They didn't know anything. They, they didn't know where their priest. liturgy came from. They just went. Yeah, they, they just they went. They didn't care either, did they? No. You know? And, uh... I don't know. I've got a. She's got a. She. I don't have my watch on. She has got to take a nap. Your daughter. It's way past her. Look. Thank you for coming by. Not doing evil grindset right now. Oh, tell them real quick about your, your uh, your ministry and your books. Catholicism is on Instagram. Uh, it's a meme page, and I've got two books. Stork Sewing Season is a dystopian pro-life novel about like a family. Um, trying to make it and the government doesn't allow you to produce naturally so they become pregnant and they're like trying to trying to evade the government and then <clears throat> there's a shriving place which is about a man uh that is a dutiful husband and a good catholic but he uh, has a thing for killing abusive priests. So, so it's well, kind of like the Dexter? You know, he's like a Dexter meets Boondock Saints meets, I don't know, um, whatever traditional Catholic you want to put in the blank. So your your site is Catholicism. Catholicism. It's like Catholicism, but you add on alcoholism. So Catholicism. Uh, because... We're, we're drunk on the faith, so. Yeah, that's yeah. good. All right. You're a mass addict. Man, thanks for coming by. Thank you, Father. Thank you.